I'm Mindy Hancock, counselor, coach, and podcast host, and welcome to the Mindy Mission Podcast. This podcast is a space for type A women like you to connect, grow, and walk away with tangible tips on how to rock your full-time job and side hustle like a boss. Let's jump right on in. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Mindy Mission Podcast. Today on the podcast, I had the pleasure of interviewing Keisha Frazier, and Keisha um, is a graduate of Stanford University with a degree in communication, and she immediately went to work in advertising account management at Facebook, even though she had landed a dream job at a prestigious tech company in Silicon Valley, she quickly realized that desk life was not her jam. It was around that time that her love for fitness started to blossom, and in 2013, she decided to pursue her passion for health and fitness full-time, and she hasn't looked back since. Guys, this episode, we talked about mindset. We talked about what it looks like to do things that are very uncomfortable, how to plan for your future. So I'm not even going to go into what we talked about. I'm going to let you listen to the episode yourself. You are going to love it. And without further ado, let's jump right on in. Hi, hi, hi. Welcome, Keisha. How are you? Mindy, how are you? I am great. So guys, I'm so excited to have Keisha on here. Um, I'm going to let her intro yourself, intro herself. I actually just, you know, read you her bio, but I really want it to come from her as far as like who she is, um, all those good things and why I'm bringing her on the podcast. So Keisha, without further ado, if you'll just kind of tell us who you are, what you do, what has led you to this point, um, to what you're doing now, and then you know, anything that you feel like is very pertinent for the listener, because a lot of times the listeners that um, are listening, they're either, they're in a full-time job, they probably most likely have a side hustle, because that's genuinely um, who kind of attracts who I attract, because that's what I do. So um, they are kind of wanting to, they're kind of doing all the things. They have this like dream, they have this goal, and I want you to kind of touch on that because I know that you have done that as well. So I want you to just kind of let them know what you feel like is pertinent to um, what their life and what they're going through as well, but just kind of let us know who's Keisha. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I am a fitness, nutrition, and mindset coach, and I was a former, former corporate desk dweller and made the transition from corporate into health and fitness initially personal training, teaching group fitness classes, and then eventually starting my own business, becoming a fitness, nutrition, and mindset coach, or we could call it a lifestyle coach, whatever you could be called a number of different things. Um, And so this journey for me has been a really special one, but also a really challenging one. And so for those of you who are still, you know, currently doing a side hustle in a side hustle, thinking about bigger and better things for yourself and not sure exactly what that looks like, I was exactly in your shoes. Um, I knew that I wanted to do something different when I was working my corporate job and I had a great corporate job. And so when I left, people looked at me like I was absolutely nuts and still do actually when I tell them where I came from. 
Um, but I knew I had to follow my heart. I knew I had to do something that I felt passionate about, no matter how much money it made me. Um, so that was kind of my path in, in defying the odds, defying what people thought I should do and listening to my heart and listening to, you know, my inner voice. And I couldn't be happier now that I have finally figured out <laughs> where I belong because, you know, you jump into an industry and you're like, okay, health and fitness, this is for me, but there's still so many different options in health and fitness. And it could be the same for you, whatever your side hustle may be in. There's multiple different ways that you could eventually have a career in that industry. So you have to figure that out as well. So that was a really long journey for me, but now I'm, I'm finally here. And what I do is I coach women primarily on health and fitness and a lot on mindset, as I mentioned before, which I think is really the basis for your success in health and fitness. If you are struggling with your weight, generally it boils down to something with your mindset that we need to uh, develop. I don't want to say fix because, you know, there's nothing wrong with any of us, but there are ways that we can develop. There are ways that we can progress. So usually what's holding you back is thinking that you're not able to do it or thinking that you're not the kind of person who does it or not really wanting to do it for the right reason. So those are the types of things that we work on that root issue and then giving you more confidence in your abilities, giving you more confidence in yourself so that you can follow the plan. <laughs> the plan is just the bonus, right? That's the easy part. The hard part is to control and develop your mindset. So that's what I do. That's where I came from. Hope that's helpful. Yeah. And I'm making some notes as you're talking because, um, and I feel like I definitely want to dive into the mindset piece in a little bit, but I just want to just side note. I love how you said develop and not fix because I feel like a lot of times we, especially as females, we are really, really hard on ourselves. And so we, we automatically say that there's something broken about us and it's not that anything is broken. It's not that anything is bad. It could be something that, you know, preconditioned to believe or all kinds of things that have happened throughout your life that have developed your mindset in the way that it is now, but just kind of restructuring and kind of re-steering and rerouting that, that mindset and developing in a different way is huge. And I love that you said developing and not fixing because I feel like a lot of, I feel like we, we feel like we're fixing, 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 and it can, it sounds so much more positive to say I'm developing versus fixing. So, um, I love that. Um, but I do want to talk a little bit about how you said you were in your full-time job and I do want to ask you this, your full-time job prior, what had it, did it have anything, any correlation with what you're doing now? Are they two totally separate things? You know, actually I look back on every position cause I was a job hopper. You know, I spent two years, my first job out of college was Facebook and it was a great experience. It was advertising account management. I learned how to manage Facebook ads, which I do now. That's <laughs> so helpful. it was helpful. I learned customer service. I learned how to manage accounts and work with people and help them and optimize, you know, their Facebook ad journey, which, yeah, not exactly the same, but still learning how to work with people and, and get them what they want, get them results. Um, and then I had other jobs where I was an event planner or um, I worked in restaurants, even in high school. So even though these things do not directly relate to what I do now, they do in some way. I'm still using those skills. So whatever job you're in right now, think about the skill sets that you can develop that will get you to where you want to be because they're absolutely, no matter what you're doing, you have to have some form of a skill 
usually dealing with people or maybe it's getting things done on time or project planning, whatever it is, it's all helpful, especially if you want to be an entrepreneur, because in the beginning, you're going to be doing it all. <laughs> so you need to learn everything that you can. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. And I, and I love that you kind of said everything that you've done has led you to this point and it, it, you kind of learn something from every place, everything that you've had to develop, every skill that you had to develop or every skill that you had to learn. Um, and I kind of feel like the same way. I was also a huge job hopper I spent, but then I would spend like, I, I was, I'm always late to the game. Like I, I, and the ones, people that are listening, they may not know this about me. Some will, if they know me personally, but like I got out of high school and decided, you know, I'm going to go straight to college. I'm going to do all the things. And then I was like, yeah, that's not for me. And then I ended up going into the dental health field, like worked in the dental um, field for eight years. Um, but then I became a teacher and then I became a counselor. So it's just kind of like, I've just kind of been all over the place and now I'm a coach. And um, so I counsel, I am a school counselor full time. And then I I'm a coach on the side. So it's kind of like, but throughout this process, I've learned a lot as well. Like you learn personal, like customer service skills and you learn how to speak to people and how to listen to people, which I learned a lot in the dental field because sometimes I just need to be heard too. Like I'm hurting and you need to listen. So, um, a lot, a lot of times that's really helped me throughout my journey as well. But one thing I want to touch on, so now that you kind of cleared that up and how, how this journey has helped you to where you are now. You said something, um, when you were giving your intro, you said that when you were in your full-time job, you were in that desk job, whatever that looked like for you, you knew you wanted to do something different. And I think that we're all in, I think we've all kind of felt this at some capacity, at some sort of way, um, whether it be just like, you know, wanting to go back to school or wanting to do whatever that looks like for each individual, it's different. But I have felt the, that same feeling of like, I know I'm made for more. I know that I'm being called to do something more. What does this look like? So I want you to kind of touch on those feelings and those thoughts. And cause it can be kind of, for me, I, I, it was overwhelming, but it was exciting, but it was like, what do I do? Where do I go? Cause I'm definitely a like, give me a list, give me a, like, this is what I need to do. And I will do it to the fullest. But when it's that unknown of like, <laughs> unknown of how, how is this going to look? And basically you're just stepping out on faith. That's what scares me, but also that's where we grow. So I want to just kind of see what did that look like for you? And, and just speak on your experience, because I know that there's a lot of women who are listening right now that are like, Yes, I know that I'm meant to do something different. I know that I'm meant to do something bigger, but I don't know how because I'm scared out of my mind because I don't have the roadmap and I don't have the to-do list and I don't know where to start. So, yeah, this is a great question. And as you were talking, Mindy, I'm like nodding my head because that's exactly how I felt. So that's exactly how I felt. And I'm a, a planner too. So I, if I know what the plan is, like, okay, go to college, get a job great, you're done. <laughs> Have a career, rise, you know, the ranks in that job. That was the plan. And I got, I got in in a great company and that should have been it. Right. But I'm there and it's a terrifying feeling for someone who plans everything to feel like this is not right. I am not happy. I am two years into my first job. This is what I thought I was supposed to do with my life. This is what I went to school for. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> what do I do now? And to jump into this field also that you don't, I didn't have any exposure to, you know, in school, no one was going into fitness. And I went to Stanford, no one was going into fitness there. Everyone was becoming doctors and lawyers. And that's what my friends do. So it was very difficult 
to say, I'm going to leave this great position that I have this dream job, you know, and do something completely different. And maybe people will look at me differently and I won't be, you know, where my peers are in terms of their career. Cause I have to start all the way from scratch now. But at the end of the day, I looked at my happiness. I was like, okay, what would it feel like to wake up every day and be excited about what I did? And I looked at, you know, the money and the benefits and the, you know, prestige. And it just, there was no contest for me, but that's not the same for everyone. A lot of people are perfectly fine just being comfortable because they like to be comfortable and there's nothing wrong with that. So I really think you need to get clear on what matters most to you. For me, it was, I want to wake up and feel like, okay, let's do this. Like this is my life's purpose. And so I sought that route out and you're never going to feel ready and you're never going to have a clear plan. You could have more of a plan than I did because <laughs> I had no idea I would end up here. I started personal training at Gold's Gym, you know? And so I just took that leap of faith, like really took it. Didn't have a lot of money saved up, but some people will save more money and they'll kind of chart out a plan. So again, there's different ways to attack it. And I think once you get clear on what you want, then you start to figure out what your next step is. And if you feel safer saving some money up so you have a safety net, do that, absolutely. And then just at some point you have to jump. You know, you can't sit and stir on it for too long. Otherwise, life is going to pass you by and you're going to get more comfortable where you're at. And then it becomes harder to break those ties. So my biggest advice is just, you know, get as much of a plan together until you feel like, okay, I'm marginally ready and then go for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I think too, everything you said, I agree with. And I think that everyone's going to do this in their own way, like you said, and everyone's, and you hear people say like, you know, burn the boat, just jump. You don't have to be ready. And amen, if you want to do that sister, but that is not me. Like I, that is not the way that I work. I will have a panic. <laughs> so I have to have a plan. Um, I'm definitely, my husband, it gets on his nerves too. I'm like, where are we going? Like, what are we doing? What's the plan? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> so but I like a plan. So yeah. for me, that just doesn't work. But if it works for you, then by all means go for it. But whatever is comfortable for you, you have to look at that. But also, I want to recognize that there is nothing wrong with starting a business on the side as well, because some people, you know, start doing little things on the side. They start training clients on the side. They start seeing um, coaching clients on the side, or they have a network marketing company on the side, whatever that looks like for you. It's okay. Um, and then you can build that to where you feel comfortable leaving your full-time job. If that's your MO, like some people, that's not your MO. You want to do both, whatever you want to do. Um, again, that's, that's totally up to you. But cause even at this point, I don't know that I will leave counseling. I don't know that, but I, cause I love what I do. But at the end of the day, what you said about figuring out like weighing the options is so true because in the end, I, what fills me up most is it's not about like, the money or the followers or the whatever to me, it's like, am I waking up and do I feel like I've made an impact? So if I have helped someone or I've made an impact in someone's life, or when I get a message from a previous client or a current client, or, you know, someone that just says, or not a client at all, who just follows me and says, Hey, I thank you for saying this. Like I've done my job. And so that's where I feel like if I am doing that, where someone is reaching out and saying, you know, I've really 
been touched by what you've said, or you've helped me through this process, whatever it is, I feel like I've done my job. So you have to decide what is that for you? You know, is that making an impact? Is that helping other people? Because I do feel like if we're coming from a place of service, um, versus like striving to like make ends meet or striving to make that buck or striving to get that next client, we're doing it like we're doing it for the right reasons. If we're doing it for service, does that make sense? And if you're doing it for the money, like people can feel that you get this level of desperation that you don't even realize you're giving off this energy that people are like, okay, you're a little bit too much for me right now. Whereas if you just like, you know, I want to help, I want to help. I have a solution to your problem. This is the solution. Here's how it can help you. You let me know what the next step for you is. What's the best next. And then they can feel that level of, oh, like this is actually going to help. Hey girl, I promise we're going to get right back into the episode ASAP, but I have to tell you something really quick. I have a brand new signature program that I could not be more stoked to share with you. Your Business, Your Terms is a six-week coaching program to help you not only learn how to rock your full-time job and side hustle, but how to have a life that you love too. Girl, I know how challenging it can be to have a full-time job and run a business on the side. I mean, I've been doing it for quite some time now. You want more than anything to be able to do it all and still have a life, but sometimes you find yourself living on your phone more than you would like to admit. You are working so hard at your full-time job, but sometimes the energy that is left over, which let's be honest, is not much, is what your side business is getting. And then your family or spouse are getting the rest of what is left, leaving you with absolutely nothing. Well, say no more, sister. I'm here to tell you that my six-week program will not only help you develop a positive mindset, but set up systems, boundaries, and time management skills to help you do all the things without losing your mind, not to mention diving deep into your business, who you're serving, and how you can make sure that you're reaching your ideal client. If you want more info, you can shoot me a DM over on Instagram, email me at themindymission at gmail.com, or visit the website www.themindymission.com. Okay, guys, let's jump right back in. Me versus she just wants my money. So that is a huge thing. Um, and yeah, I totally agree with you in terms of I didn't jump completely. I did, I did once, <laughs> but the second time, so I had multiple transitions into this, but the second time I kept my job and when I was starting my business, started to get clients slowly. And I, luckily I have, I work at Orange Theory. I was the head coach where I could kind of just pull back a little bit, little by little. Um, so that worked. But even if you can't do that, you know, you can still keep your job and just start to at least prove that your business is going to work, prove that you can start to get clients. And once you feel confident about that, you know, maybe take the leap or continue to do both either way. But I agree that you just have to be clear on what that is for you. Mm-hmm. And so at this point, you are a full-time entrepreneur, is that correct? I actually still coach at Orange Theory. I coach 12 classes at Orange Theory. So I would say that I am full-time and that I spend 12 hours a week at Orange Theory. So that's kind of my side hustle now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I do want to kind of touch on, I think that we also look at full-time entrepreneurship as this like, this, like, it's the life, like, you know, once I get there, it's, things are just going to be beautiful and I'm going to have all the things and the money is going to be rolling in and I'm going to create my own schedule. And obviously like 
running your own life and creating your own schedule is going to be huge. Um, but there are going to be things that aren't going to be so peachy, right? <laughs> so I want you to speak on just what does that look like for you to like go from, I mean, I know you're kind of side hustles, orange theory now, but even when you were in that full-time job, corporate job where you knew you had to be here from, you know, I'm just saying eight to five, you had a paycheck coming in every month or every two weeks, whatever that looked like for you. You had benefits, you had all this, like you knew it was stable. It was there. There was nothing taking that away from you to now where it's like, there's a lot of ebb and flow in entrepreneurship. Um, that's the most challenging part of it, honestly. So if you're considering becoming a full-time entrepreneur, you need to make sure that this is absolutely what you want to do and you're in it for the right reasons. And, you know, it's kind of what you want to do the, for the long term because you're not, you're not going to be making consistent income right away. You know, it takes time to build up a business. And I don't think a lot of people talk about that. We hear about the stories of, oh, I made six figures in six months and, you know, things like that. And that's great. And that happens, but it doesn't happen for most of us. So you have to be willing to put in the work, which is why it can be really helpful to stay in your full-time job until you get to a level of income that you're, that you're um, comfortable with. But there's that. And then you just feel a lot of pressure because now it's in the beginning, especially it's all on you. It is you putting in the work, you waking up every day, you showing up on social media or however your business is structured, however your marketing is structured, you showing up there, you handling sales, you handling your clients, you doing everything, creating graphics. And, you know, it's just, it's a lot to do and it can absolutely be overwhelming. So you have to make sure the only reason I have lasted this long is I know this, this is for me. I have made the decision that this is for me. So no matter what happens, no matter how down I get, or, you know, if I have a call with someone and I'm like, she was perfect. I could have absolutely changed her life, but didn't sign up. I am not going to let that bring me down. I'm going to wake up the next day or an hour later even and go right back to all of my business activities because I know that this is for me and I made that decision. So there's a lot of people who don't make the decision. They're kind of just like, well, that would be nice. Let me see if I can make this work. Let's, let's figure out. And that's great too. You know, you're dipping your toe in the water, but if you don't have that commitment there, then it's going to be very easy to get discouraged because there are so many things every single day that will discourage you. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I want to kind of dive a little bit deeper into this because what you said is that you're, you know, you're doing all the things yourself. So now it's all the pressures on you. You're the one bringing in the income. You're creating the graphics. You're following up the clients. You're making the post. You're creating the content. You're doing all these things. Yes, there is a sense of you can delegate and you can get a virtual assistant. And I, virtual assistants, I'm all about like, I, I love having a virtual assistant. Um, right now I'm without one and I'm telling you it's hard. Um, it is hard, but you kind of start to appreciate the stuff that they do. However, when you are doing it all, plus you're creating, plus you want to stay in that zone of like creativity and wanting to feel um, like you have, that you can bring new things to life. Okay. Because I have gotten into spaces where like, I can't even create anything. Like there's, I'm so blocked because I'm just straight hustling. So I want you to talk about how do you, and I know that 
for me, I will, I have reached burnout and then, but what are your tips to not reach burnout? Because I'm, it's so easy when we are like just hustling and trying to do the things that we hit that wall and we become overwhelmed, especially when we're doing everything ourselves, we hit that wall, we become overwhelmed. And then a lot of times for me, it's like hands up and I'm like, I don't know what else to do. I'm done. But that's, I can't do that. Like I have lives that I'm, you know, that are, I am in the middle of right now. Like I help them every day. I can't throw up my hands, you know? So there's a lot of like, but at the same time, and I tell my clients this too, I'm like, I have to be able to show up 100% for you. So if I'm not in the right headspace, I'm not about to do that. So like, I have to check myself really quickly. So just speak on how do you prevent or what do you do for yourself to help you not get to burnout? But if you notice that you are there, you're inches from there, what do you do? <laughs> this is something that I'm definitely still working on because when you are so passionate about something, it is very hard to pull yourself away from it. And so I'm the type of person who I'm like, oh, this is for me. Okay, let's do everything all the time. I'm obsessed with this. Um, so I really have to work to scale it back for myself so that I don't get burnout. But I think the biggest thing for, for me, and I think that can be helpful for a lot of your listeners is to prioritize. So you've got an endless to-do list. It will never end. You'll never be caught up, I feel like, at certain points. Um, so prioritize that list and figure out what absolutely needs to get done today. And always check in with yourself. How am I feeling today? Like, am I feeling exhausted? You know, when you get to that point where you, like you said, you're hitting a wall and you're blocked, you can feel that. And if you can't feel that, then you need to turn inward a little bit more. Do you have some introspective moments where you can listen to what's going on in your body, in your head, and know when those uh, red flags are being thrown at you so that you can take the time that you need to recharge your batteries. So like for me, I will notice, okay, I can't think straight anymore. I need to just shut it down. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm working, but I'm not getting a lot done. So it's time to get, the, it's time to end the day. Um, or when you just feel like you absolutely are sleep deprived, it's time to take a nap. <laughs> so listen to those signs because your body will definitely tell you when it needs a break and take the break. And as long as you have your list, you know, okay, I got what I needed to get done. Like what absolutely, all the fires, like if I don't do this, something, a client's not going to get, you know, the updates that they need, or, you know, my website's going to go down. Those are the things that have to be done. Everything else, like if it's an email, it's fine. If it was an emergency, they probably would have called you. Doesn't need to be answered right away if you need to recharge your batteries. So that priority list is key. Absolutely. I'm, I'm very much a proponent of like, what are your top three to five things that you need to get done and get those done first and then check in with yourself because um, I am all about a to-do list too. Like I, and I thrive on seeing things like marked off. And so um, it's hard for me to stop as well. Like, okay, I'm just, I'm in that zone. I'm going, I'm going. And then sometimes you just hit that space where you are doing, but nothing is really happening. And I feel like a lot of times we trick ourselves, especially those of us who are like type A kind of like can want to just do all the things and check all the things off of our list. We tend to trick ourselves into thinking that just because we're doing, we are being productive. And sometimes that's not the case. Like you said, like sometimes you can be doing all the things you can be doing something. You can be telling yourself that you're working, but you're doing nothing that's moving the needle. So 
it's time to just kind of like check in and say like, okay, sister, what do you need? Like, do you, do you need to like take a break? It's okay. And I think a lot of times we, we are, I know I've been here like, well, if I take a break or if I take a day or if I do this, then everything's going to fall away. Like it's, what's going to happen? All my clients are going to leave or I'm not going to, I'm not going to have the engagement or whatever the silly things are that we tell ourselves in our head. But I'm just like, guys, you can take a day. You can take two days. You can take three days. It'll all still be here when you get back. It will still be here. Yeah. And as long as you, I mean, plan your day off, you know, tell your clients, okay, I'm taking this day off. If you need anything from me, let me know today or the next day I'll be back in touch is this day. And then you just have peace of mind, you know, don't just, oh my God, I can't do it anymore. And just not answer anybody (laughs) because you do have people who are relying on you. But as long as you have planned it out and you've said, okay, I'm going to take this day off. I need this day to rest, or I need this week to rest or whatever your vacation is going to look like, plan it, take it, do not feel any guilt about it because you're going to show up stronger when you get back. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I want to kind of take a little bit of a detour kind of they're definitely related, but I want to get into mindset a little bit. And I, and I know that we could literally talk about mindset all day long. I feel like, because mindset is so key in so many things, like when it comes to health and fitness, when it comes to business, when it comes to anything, your mindset is definitely the the top thing that you have to develop. I like the word develop, um, so that you can kind of move forward and do the things that you want to do. However, Can we, I want to see if you can give me like, what are your top like three or five, whatever you feel like are tips on your mindset? Like what are, if you were working with a client right now and she's just like, I can't do this. I don't, you know, I'm never good at this. I always start things and I never finish or I start working out and then I don't see the results. And so right away, so I stop or whatever. And they have this negative mindset and they really just need to develop that growth, that positive mindset. What is it that you, what are your top three tips to start developing a more positive growth mindset? Yeah, I love this. Um, So the first thing for someone who is just the negative Nancy, always putting themselves down, thinking they can never do anything. uh, It starts with, first, I recommend to everyone, get really clear on your why. Get really clear on why you're doing what you're doing. Because as I kind of alluded to earlier, if you're in it for the wrong reasons, then you're not going to be motivated. I mean, you're never going to be motivated all the time, but if you have a very clear why, that's going to help you be more motivated than if you didn't. And your why also has to be something that touches you emotionally, like stirs emotions in you. Uh, It can't just be some superficial reason like, oh, I want to start a business because I just want to work for myself. I mean, that's not superficial, but it's not as deep as it could go. I want to start a business because I know that this is my life's purpose. I know that I'm meant to be not just a coach, but an entrepreneur. And I have to make this work because there's no other path for me. This is it. Like something that that's that deep, that, that really speaks to you, you and who you are as a person. And then once you get clear on that, then you need to remind yourself of that every single day every single day, potentially multiple times a day, especially if you are someone who's caught in that negative self-talk trap. It takes work to change your mindset. I think a lot of people will think that changing their mindset is just one activity, one exercise that they do. Okay, I'm good now. No, you have to do this every single day. Like I said, potentially multiple times a day because you have, however old you are, 30, 40 years of you thinking one way 
of you thinking these negative thoughts, it's going to take quite some time for you to change those thought patterns. So this is a, a journey that you're embarking on. This is something that's going to take time. But if you're committed to changing, it's, I mean, it, the option is to either change or stay the same. And even though changing is difficult, even though changing takes a while, your other option is to stay the same. So why not start today? Start now and you'll be further along than if you had waited uh, another year or whatever it is. So that would be my biggest tip is get clear on your why. Second tip is to do it every single day. And you have to also catch yourself in the negative thought patterns and reframe them. So again, this goes back to being mindful. And if you're someone who mindlessly does things, then maybe meditation or journaling can help you become more aware of your thoughts. But once you can become aware, then you can say, hey, that's a negative thought. I'm not going to think that anymore. And it's as simple as that. It's as simple as catching the thought and then choosing a different thought. Because we are only as negative or as bad or as incompetent as we see ourselves, you know, and it's, it's just about having that level of belief so that you can accomplish one thing, no matter how small, so that you can create momentum and confidence in your ability to accomplish more things, bigger things. So those are my biggest tips. I think that was three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's the negative self-talk is something that I know women, I, I think everyone struggles with it, but I know women, we struggle with it so hard. And um, the thing is, is I always say, if this is not something that you would say to your best friend or your mom or your daughter or whoever it is, then why are we saying it to ourselves? You know, but we, we don't have, we, we don't even have a second thought sometimes by telling us, telling ourselves like, oh, you're fat or you're never going to be as good as so-and-so, or you're never going to be able to do this full time or whatever it is. We so easily put ourselves down, but we would never, ever say those things out loud to someone else that we love. So just reframing those. And I love that you talked about that because I do teach my clients that as well as like how to reframe those negative thoughts of like, you know, even if it comes down to, I'm never going to find, you know, find my soulmate. Like I'm not a relationship coach, but I do know that if we continue to tell ourselves, I'm never going to find them. Like we have to reframe that to, you know, they're out there, they're out there and I'm just waiting for them. Like they're going to come to me. I just have to be open and ready to receive that. But we are just not, we just, we, we are so easily just kind of shut ourselves off from all things good because we are so busy telling ourselves all the negative things about ourselves. So I love that you said that. Um, I think that I'm trying to see if all my notes is by like, okay, we went over the mindset. Yes, we went over that. So, um, I want to ask you first, can you let the listeners know where can they find you? How can they get in your energy? And if you have anything upcoming, let them know so they can know what you have going on for 2020 that they can get involved with. And yeah. Well, you guys can find me, follow me on Instagram at Coach Keisha. And my name is spelled K-E-I-S-H-A. So at Coach Keisha on Instagram. And then I am starting another cohort for my group program. So it's a 12-week fitness, nutrition, and mindset coaching program where we do get really clear on your mindset, your why, all of the things that I mentioned before. Figure out what negative self-talk is holding you back individually so that we can work to reframe that. And then also we give you nutrition goals and exercise goals. And we talk about how to be consistent and stay motivated and all of those things that keep people from living the life that they want. Um, 
I do also want to say it's a true lifestyle program. This is not a get skinny in 12 weeks kind of program. We're not interested in that. Yes, your body will change, but more importantly, you're going to develop habits that you will keep with you for the rest of your life. And that's really what the program does. So you can learn more about it on my Instagram. Awesome. I love it. And I am kind of weird because well, it's not weird, but my podcast, I always have a hard time wrapping them up because I could sit and talk to you all day long. All the things, who knows what we're yep. talking about. But um, I always figure like, it's so weird to just like say goodbye. So I always end with three random questions when I interview someone. So just to kind of get our minds off of all of that. So here are my three random questions. <laughs> Number one, what is your favorite word? Oh, my favorite word is peace. My favorite word is peace. I, I have always been the type of person who looks for harmony and peace and everything's going to be okay. And let's not make such a huge deal about things because at the end of the day, we're alive and that's what really matters. So just peace. I love it. And question number two, what is your favorite sound? Okay, my favorite sound, I think, is does music count? I think I would just say music. I am such a huge music fan. I have been since I was little. I like all types of music, and I just like putting playlists together. I also coach at Orange Theory, as I mentioned, so I love putting those playlists together. And it's just so calming and soothing, depending on what you're listening to, or it can hype you up, right? Like, it can do whatever you want it to do. Yeah, music is definitely something for me, too. Like, if I'm in a mood, I know what to put on, or if I'm going to work out, like I can't, like there has, the playlist has to be right when I'm working out or it's like, I might as well just leave. <laughs> so like I, ha I have to have it. Yes. And the last question is bedroom, car, or your desk. What do you make sure is cleaned first? <laughs> I clean my car just probably because it's the easiest you know I never it's never that messy it's probably just like a receipt or a cup or something so that's easy um and then I work at my couch <laughs> so or, or my kitchen table but I would say that would be next because you have to clear space clear mind and then bedroom yeah 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 I mean, I feel like you can work wherever you want. Yesterday, I worked from my bed all day long with Netflix playing in the background, so it was perfect. Exactly. That's why we do what we do. <laughs> yes. Okay. So thank you so much for being on here. And those of you listening, make sure that you go and follow Keisha at Coach Keisha. And I'll see you in the next episode. And it was such a pleasure having you on. Thank you, Mindy. Thank you. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to the Mindy Mission Podcast. If you will do me a huge favor and make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. As always, I will see you in the next episode, same place, same time.